0: It's Season 2 of an all-new episode of The Wrestling Show. Tonight, it's a very, very cynical review of A Week of Wrestling. Starting with been the monopoly of wrestling. Representing the corporation, it's AEW. Starting with Dynamite, then moving on to Rampage. We will not be covering Dark Year, I'm sorry. Moving on, we move on to the next corporation. It is the WWE Universe, starting with NXT UK or 2.0. Moving on to the flagship is the WWE Raw. Next, it is SmackDown. Then finally, the greatest thing what wrestling has to offer, it is the NXT UK. <clears throat>
1: Wellbo, Wellbo, welcome to the channel, viewer or listener. I am your host Lip, A.K.A. Tetsu Omega, and I love wrestling. I've loved wrestling for a while and love talking about wrestling. I've been saying this for a while too. But tonight, we're going to get to the bottom of a few stories. First one is, of course, Adam Cole. Why does he hate Orange Cassidy so much? Well, we don't know why. Orange Cassidy humiliated him. But we carry on with the story. Um, Cody Rhodes. He is ready to become, that's right, uh, the corporate champion. More on that later. Next is what is the future going to be for Kyle O'Reilly and, uh, hmm, I don't know, uh, Johnny Gargano. All this coming up. But first,
0: we start off with the head of the corporation. It is AEW's Dynamite.
1: Yes, Dynamite starts off with a bang. With a bang, so to speak. Sorry about that. But it is CM Punk. Cutting is a wild, wild promo. Not a not a promo that you think CM Punk would be cutting at this time for being the face of the two. One is the heel, one is the face. CM Punk throws a curveball in this one here. Absolute spitting hate. And I believe they're in uh, the New York right now. So he's uh, the Islanders area. So he's spitting a lot of hate on the New York Islanders. A lot, a lot of hate on them. For some reason... So this is this is where he goes. This is the low blows now. This is nothing. Uh, there's no meat on the bones of these promos. It's just low blows and just getting the fans uh, superficially involved with uh, where they are. Is that the CM Punk? This is where he's going now. Is he actually helping out with this uh, MJF uh, rivalry? Not really. But this is where it gets funny, though. Is this is where they're trying to like. MJF's been a heel forever. A heel. So now, this AEW's now promoting him as a face. Hey, look at, uh, we're in New York. where he yeah, appreciate your hero. And besides, you know what? It doesn't matter where you're from. It, you can be the hometown uh, he- person, but you can be the the, f- the heel. No, people in your hometown don't, doesn't have to like you all the time. So let's get that straight. But CM Punk had this weird rant he went on about some sort of uh a basketball player from one team that they hated, but then when they moved to his team, they loved him. It it doesn't work with where you're born. You know, you can't just say, oh, I'm a, I'm a, a, Cleveland guy." Now I'm Hollywood guy. And uh, well, other than Miz, it doesn't really work that way. And now I'm back to Miz, uh, Cleveland. So then they all love me again. When you're born, you're where you're born. So moving on, now. We had this huge intro for uh, MJF before his match, you know, which was weird on its own to promote him as, a, as, a, as the face. So now we go on to the Dynamite Diamond Battle Royal, the Diamond Diamond Ring Battle Royal. Now, with this, the two leftover, uh, uh, you know, competitors in this, in this match, um, the two remaining, so it's not just the last one standing, the two left standing, will eventually fight one-on-one for the Dynamite. I believe MJF had won it two times before. So now he's entered again, and he's the only one mentioned in this battle royal. Everybody else is already waiting in a ring just for MJF. After all, they spent the time promoting uh, MJF as a face while they could be spending time introducing the other competitors. So I guess who I think was in it was some uh, Wardlow. Uh, Jay Lethal, Matt Hardy, Lee Moriarty, Kazarian, uh, Powerhouse Hobbs, um, Dante Martin, Leo Rush, Ricky Starks, and Lee Johnson. Now, uh, at this point, uh, Dante Martin is currently part of the Team Taz. So, three Team is theoretically in this match. Now, uh, there is no uh, Kazarian. I wonder if he's still the Elite Killer. Oh, it's just Frankie Kazarian, a good old Frankie K. So here it goes. At the end, it was a uh, two-on-one. So they thought. It was uh, Dante Martin and Ricky Starks versus uh, um, MGF for the final two in his match. And so uh, Ricky Starks gets tossed out by Dante Martin. Dante Martin showing his uh, pro- his uh, stance on being on Team Taz. He does not want to be part of Team Taz. So here we go. Their next match is going to be... Uh, What's that? Uh, MJF versus Dante Martin for the Dynamite Diamond, Diamond Ring. But before we can get to that, uh, before the match, uh, I guess there was some sort of beatdown. And then uh, coming to help Dante Martin is uh, CM Punk. CM Punk now. So I guess, uh, Matt, uh, listen, Dante Martin's past. Yeah, Matt Matt Seidel coming in to help him. Then it was Leo Rush thinking he needs better help. To help, but uh, um, Dante. And then Taz swooping in, thinking he can help even more. And now, what's going to happen? Is uh, CM Punk gonna take uh, Dante Martin under his wing yet again, climbing to the next level of? Uh, I'm not sure. Using other people to for his uh, gain. Who knows? The only future will tell. So moving on, we got ourselves a wonderful eight-man tag. Eight. Man tag, which is a, a quattros match, um, four team tag, or you know, two man, t- you know, duos, eight man tag, whatever. So, we got on one side, we've got uh, Max Caster, um, the acclaimed Max Caster and uh, um, Anthony Bowens, and 2.0s, uh, Matt Lee and Jeff Parker, with of course uh, Daniel Garcia on their side. Versus we got ourselves Jurassic Express's uh, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus with uh, the Varsity Blondes, Brian Pillman and Griff Garrison with Julia Hart by their side. I gotta say, this was uh, an interesting match, of course. Uh, You know, it's a typical, wonderful, uh, everything's going on, a lot of action here there, you know, a lot of superhero stuff really. But then when it came down to it, there was, uh... What's that, uh... Daniel Garcia tried to jump on apron there while, uh... Coming down the ring to help out this team, which they are fully capable of doing themselves, was, uh... What's that, Eddie Kingston pulls him off there and just gets rid of him. You know, and that gives uh, the team time for, uh... What's that, uh... Jungle Boy put the snare trap on, good old, uh... I believe it was, uh... Um... Uh, Anthony Bowens taps or no no Matt Caster taps out, of course. With the thing. And uh a uh, fighting near the back area. to entertain the fans was uh the rest of two point oh. You know, uh Dave Garcia uh versus uh, Eddie Kingston and uh, what looks like he was uh proud and powerful. So next up we've got ourselves a wonderful tag team match. It is the Young Bucks, uh uh, what's that? Uh, Nick and Matt Jackson with uh, Adam Cole and Brandon Cutler on their side versus the uh, good friends, the best friends uh, um, Chuck Taylor and Rocky Romero with Orange Cassie at their back. This was a fun match, I suppose. Uh, fun and ridiculous at the same time. This was not fun. This was uh, Nick and Matt Jackson having a good time. Just... Having a laugh in the ring, you know, and of course it shows they uh, they do a sequence where they slide out and do the double kiss upon, uh, you know, Adam Cole, because they love Adam Cole, whole lot. What they what Adam's bringing to the company, you know, wow, it's kind of sad. Sad to see this uh, thing going on in the AEW, but it is happening. But you know, is uh, best friends? Are they going to win? No, of course not. This is, uh, you know, the CEOs' uh, night out. So then they get their, uh, with the best uh, melter driver and uh, Rocky Merrill um, gets, of course it's not going to be Chuck. Rocky Merrill the new one with the one eye. Of course, gets the uh, pile drive and it is, after all, you got to leave the crowd wanting more. So then uh, they, they don't. So then the, the super click comes in and take out uh, Orange Casty some more. You know, because after all, uh, Adam Cole hates Orange Cassidy for making him look like a fool. Yet again, they carry on this grudge, Adam Cole's grudge with uh, Orange Cassidy. How's it going to end? I don't know. But uh, coming in, finally, is uh, Trent coming in to save the day. Beating up, uh, you know, Brandon Cutler, the Young Bucks, and then clearing the ring and helping out his team. Good old best friends back together. Chuck Taylor with a new look, shaved head, no longer with the bandana, the the most uh, the indestructible bandana. Never, not again. He will never wear that. New look. So here we go. This is it. It is uh, Johnny Gargano uh, with the open challenge with Tony Schiavone talking about who's going to be the next opponent. And coming in is uh, of course Cody Rhodes. You know me 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 cody Rhodes, the uh, owner you know the one who started it all coming back for the title is once his he wants it back again the tnt championship that's right ted turner's network television championship the corporate champion the first corporate championship ever made it was made for cody Rhodes, and he's back for it and he's like yep that's right i'm giving you a head up and he says this he says uh, from one good guy to the next from one good guy to the next um, you know, to, you're talking to, right? This is, uh, John, this is, uh, um, uh, Sammy Guevara. I wonder if I said his name before. Sammy Guevara. Um, Sammy Guevara, he's part of the, uh, inner circle. You know, he does some shady things. So, uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know Cody Rhodes. I don't know about that. So, cutting into this promo is Ethan Page, and uh, we got Scorpio Sky. Ethan Page is calling out Cody Rhodes. Is taking uh, his, you get everything, Cody Rhodes. You get it easy, and of course, why wouldn't Cody Rhodes get it easy? This is his company, really. You know, this is his baby. And uh, Scorpio Sky just challenging Sammy, Sammy Guevara. Next up, we got ourselves a match. Um, I think it was uh, supposed to be for the uh, number one contenders for the. AEW Championship, well, I could be mistaken I say mis- I'm mistaken a lot I say names wrongly a lot I've probably done it already So this one is here uh, Hater Versus Riho Now this was an insane match You know, Riho with their high-flying moves But there was one move that Rudy was concerning And thank goodness for the pictures It was a uh, Looks like it was some sort of brain buster um, Jamie Hader, Riho Brainbuster, Uh Whammo, holy smokes. It looked pretty bad. Looked like she took the whole thing, uh, entire spine on her neck, upside down, pile drive. Yeah, this was in one incredible. But, uh, you know, good thing Riho is a tiny girl. She powered through the whole thing uh, with her double knees to the face, uh, you know. So, uh, now even with, uh, there was tried, uh, Britt Baker tried to cheat two times in this match, you know. But, uh, uh Britt Baker tried to choke and, and, uh, Rhea Rip, uh, uh, Rebel tried to, uh, uh cheat there. You know, it, it was pretty sad that. Of course, Aubrey was a ref. She was, uh, she Rebel both times. Said, come here, look at this. For, you know, turning back for a second. It eh, doesn't matter. Riho with a win. And maybe she's going up against, uh, you know, um, what's that, uh, Brit for the world championship. Mm-hmm. So now next up, we've got ourselves a Tony Shavon interview with the Varsity Blondes. And just as soon as they're talking a little bit, out of nowhere comes Malachi Black, spitting the COVID death, the Black COVID death into right into not not um, what's that, the Griff or Brian Pillman, but. Little old Julia Hart, what did she ever do to get the COVID spray from uh, Malachi Black? Who knows? And as mysterious as he came, he mysteriously left, leaving them with heartbroken with the COVID. Next up, Brian Danielson versus John Silver. Now, this is the main event. This is the trials of Danielson, the fourth labor, the laborers of Danielson, the fourth of the laborers. Uh, the first one, of course, uh, was Evil Uno. Second, of course, was Colt Cabana. Third was Alan Five Angels. And now, finally, it is uh, John Silver. This match uh, was fun. John Silver being Johnny Hungy, but not Hungi enough. Where before he'd finish off the match, uh, it was the Minori Suzuki. <coughs> the Gotch-style pile driver that put uh, um, Johnny Hungy out. And then... He put on this uh, chokehold, which put him out, lights out. And he won by, um, you know, TKO. Brian Danielson. And before uh, he can uh, lay on the uh, kicks to the head, after all, he does. He kicks people's in the head till it's over, right? We got ourselves, uh, Adam Page comes out to help out uh, Johnny Hungy. Johnny Knocked Outy. So that leads us to Winter is Coming Hangman versus Danielson for the AEW World Championship What's gonna happen there? Who knows? Some interesting stuff for sure
0: Next up, we go to The the B-Show AEW's B-Show It is Rampage!
1: That B-Show wasn't a necessary thing, announcer So, we go on to our very first match it is a tag team championship match between two championships champions now the first is uh, the luchas bros uh, um, Penta Zero and Ray Phoenix with uh with Alex Riding Gloves Abrahantes versus FTR uh, Dax Harwood and Cash Wheeler with uh, Tully Blanchard to decide now they fought many times, many times. Uh, and it always seems to be um, the Lucha Bros putting stuff on the line. You know, I never seen uh, the, the FTR putting their belts, the Triple A championships on the line. Never. So this time it's no different. It is uh, this tag team match for the AEW championship uh, belts. Because why would uh, this, uh, why would, you know, the Lucha brothers want the Triple A belts back? Who knows? So, but I was shocked. The biggest shock in the whole match was uh, the fact that Alex Abrahantes was gloveless. That's right, no gloves for Alex riding gloves Abrahantes. Maybe he was just uh, too focused on gloves. Now he's focused on cheerleading the team, trying to get the crowd to go, zero, fero. So, it it was a fun match. It went both ways. But you know what? When it's the time for Uh, The belts to be changed hands, you know, it is the Lucha Bros, they're going to keep the belts for a while. This is going to be a new dynasty there. After all, you know what, the FDR has got their own belts. They're pretty happy, you know. They're champions. They're AAA belts. It's something, right? So, here's a big cheer for um, Alex Aparahantes and uh, what's a death triangle without uh, Pac, of course. Next up, we got ourselves a a trios, uh, a six-woman six, a six woman tag, a trios match. Uh, it is uh, Ruby Soho, Taya Conte, and Anna Che versus... Um, um, what's her... Uh, what's, yeah, yeah, Nyla Rose, uh, The Bunny, and Penelope Ford. Now, I found one thing funny, is that they only played one person's music in this match, and the entrance music, and that was Ruby Soho's music. So I thought, okay... <laughs> If they're going to play Ruby Soho's music uh, for everybody, I figure either they're lazy or uh, Ruby Soho's going to win. But I was wrong with uh, Ruby Soho's going to win. They're just plain lazy. So they just had to, either that or just uh, they got a cut for time or something like that. Too much music, entry music, even though it's... So they just played. It doesn't matter. Uh, so when it came down to it, when it came down to the Brass Taxes. It was Brass Knuckles that Ricky Guerrero gave to the bunny where she smashed up, uh, what's that, uh, um, Anna Jade in the face with the Brass Knuckles. And, uh, it's later on, um, Nyla Rose with the power bomb Because Nyla Rose hates the women. She became one just to beat them up. That's what they say. I say. So, walking away, the victors is, uh, Nyla Rose with her, uh, you know, manager, uh, Vicky Guerrero. And uh, what's that? Uh, the Hardy uh, Family orifices, uh very own uh, Penelope and the Bunny. Now, with this, is this going to be a new team? Is, uh, what's that? Uh, Nyla going to join uh, the Hamley, uh, Hardy Family Orphys? Or the other way around? Is uh, uh, Vicky Guerrero getting two more people in her, in her uh, stable? Hotel. Now, next up, we got ourselves a, a debut of uh, Taz's favorite wrestler. Not quite, doesn't cover the belt, but it is Hook versus Fuego del Sol. It, it seemed very weird, though. The crowd seems unusually balked up, loving Hook. But in an absolute squash match, Fuego stood no chance. He was absolutely job this match, it was embarrassing. Fuego with a big loss. Hook with a big win in his debut, which is great. Which leads us to the main event of the uh, AEW, which is interesting. It is Adam Cole with the Young Bucks on his side and uh, Brandon Cutler. While we have uh, Wheeler Utah with, of course, you got uh, Chuck Taylor, Orange Cassie, Rocky Romero, and the returning Trent. This was Adam Cole having fun in this match. Just yes, Adam Cole, just having a good old time wrestling. And uh, with the old, uh, before the last shot, he calls out uh, Orange Cassidy. This for you, my friend. Last shot. Then it is. Or, um, Adam Cole with a big win over uh, Wheeler Utah. No surprise. But in the end, they tried to go more, do more damage in there. You know, beat up uh, the best friends. They do that. Um, so we got ourselves the whole uh, a season finale. The old, uh, the big finish, so they say. And the big finish ended up with the entire Best Friends game beaten up. And um, the ultimate uh, V-Trigger party on uh, Trent. Good night, Trent. And good night for AEW.
0: Next up, we go to the other corporation. It is the WWE with NXT 2.0. Otherwise known as the New Generation Era.
1: That's right. Thank you very much. New Generation Era starts huge. And it starts with Kyle O'Reilly versus former tag team partner who we thought would uh, go over thick and thin for, and of course someone's leaving and you, you can't really have this partnership anymore and you have to end up pretty like, uh, pretty angrily. So, it is uh, former best friends, Ron um, Wagner versus Kyle O'Reilly finishing things up in a steel cage. Now it was a fun match, um, but you know obviously steel cage match means uh, anything goes. Anything goes, you know. Um, So, of course it happened. It was a low blow on uh, Von Wagner giving the low blow to uh, Kyle O'Reilly. And then the double unhook slam, double underhook slam for the big victory. And not just to put a stamp on uh, the victory there. uh, He closed the door many times in front of Kyle O'Reilly's face of the steel cage. It was hilarious. Kyle O'Reilly's hooked on the ropes upside down, you know, on a tree of woe outside. Face uh, facing the uh, steel cage, obviously the steel cage is far enough away to will not contact his head. It was just hilarious looking. So, uh, Von Wagner walks away with big win. So, yeah, that ends that. So next up, we've got ourselves a Braun, uh, Braun uh, Breaker goes in the ring. Talking about it's an in-ring promo. We're talking about, uh, of course, he wants. The, uh, the NXT Championship still. He's not done with uh, Tommaso Ciampa. But cutting him off completely. It's Diamond Mine's very own Malcolm Bivens. You know, talking about one thing. He wants, he wants, they uh, uh, talk about, you know, mm, Braun Breaker wanting Tommaso Ciampa. But guess who wants Braun Breaker? It is Roderick Strong. So it is a challenge given to, uh, Braun Breaker by, uh, you know, uh, uh, Malcolm Bivens for some reason. So it's given out there. So, uh, backed up by the Brutus Creed and Julius Creed and, uh, Nyla or Ivy Nile, you know. So Outwalk's, uh, you know, just given the, well, anyways, after the segment's over, it is a tag team match, the Creed brothers versus, uh, that's right, it is the uh, JBBJ, Josh Briggs, Brooke Jensen again. Now, uh, the uh, Creed brothers have been doing absolutely nothing but, l- but losing. They cannot buy a win if this they, this is no different, really. But in this match, we got some uh, interesting spectators. We got ourselves the, uh, what's that, uh, Grizzled young veterans out there watching what goes on here. You know, Drake Maverick. Uh, no, um, James Drake uh, and Zach uh, Gibson uh, joined commentary, and not to be left alone, we got ourselves Imperium joining, uh, watching from afar from the uh, balcony seat. You know who's gonna win? Uh, the Creed brother. I'm not sure why they're watching this match for. Uh, so in a match, this was very interesting because uh, I've never seen this before. So the ref was being very. Sp- particular about the tag rope so the creed brothers was not holding the rope so then was tag was made he said, oh no no you got to hold the rope so he made a special point of the rope being uh, held so then he did that again made a tag and the very next tag was the the hand that was supposed to be held the rope and he let that go so it makes no sense what was going on here it was clearly setting something stupid up and it was and it was um the grizzled young veterans decide to uh, take out the tag rope of the uh josh briggs and uh, brooks jensen uh, this was like oh i can't let you tag in you're not holding the rope uh-huh. and it got uh um one of creed brothers attention and you know next you know it we got ourselves a a, a roll-up Brooke jensen rolls up one of the creed brothers yep the creeds lose again to the uh jbbj so now what do Josh Briggs and Brooke Jensen next up for, uh, with the tag team titles after just winning one match? Who knows? Who knows? But next up is a wonderful segment between uh, the new look of uh, Duke Hudson. That's right. Uh, Duke Hudson with a new look uh, claiming that uh, whatever happened at the shave-your-head match never happened. He never got his head shaved look. He got a clear new uh, crimson hairdo. And the old one never went away. So I guess, uh, Kevin Grimes comes in, they, I guess now this is to show it off. The end it all, this is going to be a no-holds-barred match. But what does that even mean? Um, according to no-holds-barred with the uh, Lashley and... Uh, um, what's that? Uh, um, you know... Uh, I don't know. Uh, you know uh, Goldberg. Lashley and Goldberg, there he is, I got it Lashley and Goldberg, that was supposed to be a no-hole-barred no match but it was stand up no rules, so anything goes so is this anything-goes match or is it actually no wrestling holds barred so any, any wrestling hole can be use, used, uh, choke holes and stuff like that or can you just use a chair and, and tables and just kindle and sticks who knows, this would define what it is I think so next up we got ourselves a wonderful match uh, it is mid-card match time um, Carmelo Hayes once upon a time Just even last week he was a main carder. Now mid-card fighting Dexter Loomis um, Now here we go This was uh, a pretty much a match That was pretty much owned by Dexter Loomis Dexter Loomis beating up Carmelo Hayes Actually getting him into his finishing move The, uh, um, the steeper hold Dexter uses Get him down on the ground near the ropes, of course. It is interfered by uh, Trick Williams, Carmelo's good friend. Comes in with a punch to the face. Gets Carmelo Hayes disqualified. Which is unfortunate. It was a good match. But, you know, it goes on. Uh, so we move on to MSK. And they're uh, back, you know, looking for the truth. Uh, looking for themselves. Looking for the shaman. And they find the shaman, finally. It is actually uh, Matt Riddle. Or riddle, easy he called now. So, a riddle's big uh, uh, answer to their question is, uh, dude, be yourself, dude. Just be yourself. Just be, don't, don't ever change, basically. So, MSK would be MSK. Goofy, fun-loving um, uh, tag team. So, next up, we got a little segment between uh, uh, Priscilla Perel, uh, uh, you know, uh, Peretta and Indy Hartwell. Priscilla wants them uh, to be on the same page as a tag team. You know, that. Get serious now. And then Dexter, Numis uh, comes up and, you know, Indy jumps in his uh, arms and forgetting about uh, Persia was ever there. What's going on there? Is that a tag team still? Or pers- will Persia see this as a, a thing that she's... That's not that important in uh, Indy Hartwell's life. Maybe she should go solo. Who knows? But next up, we've got herself a big tag team match. And it is um, Yus- Ulisa Leon and Valentina Froz. The wonderful women's tag team. They've been a tag team for uh, a couple of couple of uh, outings. They are the first, I think, uh, jobbers of uh, women's uh, taggers, and they're going against Toxic Attraction's Gigi Dolan and J.C. Jane. Who's gonna win? You know, if a J.C. had anything to do with it, it would be her, and she had everything to do with it with a big boot to. Uh, and they won. they just won. It was uh, no no doubt about it. It was a jobber team versus uh, the women's tag team champions. So at the end, it was uh, Mandy Rose comes in and uh, pretty much challenges anybody. No one's ready for uh, toxic attraction. But in comes Cora Jade, slinging all after the big war games, winning it in war games, pinning um, JC Jane with a wonderful victory, saying, I can take you on. I'm not afraid. And before she can get her butt beat, uh, Raquel Gonzalez comes in to help her out, back her up to take the ring. So in the back, it is Ed, uh, face-to-face, talking about who's, who should really be fighting uh, Mandy Rose for the belt. Well, uh, is Cora Jade said, you know what, you've had the belt before, I haven't. Let's uh, let's share the love, okay? So it was a really good um, backstage uh, talk. You know, they can still be friends and still go for the belt individually. While we have ourselves uh Kayleigh Ray coming in, nosing that uh, there could be trouble, giving Cor Jade her very famous uh, baseball bat that she's been sporting for the past couple of weeks. But she's got other stuff in her arsenal to protect herself. So next up, we've got ourselves a wonderful match. Oh, a wonderful match. It's, as a matter of fact, it is a main event match. Um, it is uh, Santos Escobar versus Zion Quinn. Now this was could have gone literally could have gone either way legitimately, could have uh, Santos Escobar could have, could have gone either way literally uh, without any incident. But there was an incident, um, a big move through uh, Zion Quinn to the ropes, knock him down while uh, it's uh, the the brass knuckle incident I call it, you know, Electro Lopez throws on uh, the knuckles on uh, Zion Quinn, you know Zion Quinn. Quickly doesn't want this thing to happen. Throws it to uh, the referee, referee, you know, and, and the whole thing. And then he, he gets distracted enough where Santos Escobar takes full advantage of the situation. Gives him this finishing move. Whammo! Whammo! Santos Escobar with a big victory. But the big story is Johnny Gargano. Should he stay or should he go? You know, his future of uh, the NXT. So uh, before he can finish his whole speech, we got Grayson Waller deciding, you're not going out in your, your tams, you're going out in my tams. I don't want you to go yet. That's my Australian accent. So he whacks him in the chair, with, with the back with the chair, and then he takes him out, whacks him to the announce table, he does a number of them. Will that carry on? Would this be something in the future? Or would this be laying dead? Grayson Waller looking like a real hero. Uh, it was a wonderful move for Grayson Waller, a wonderful move that threw him in a stratosphere of hatred. People just hated him. Hate, hate, hate. Good for you, Grayson Waller. You needed that. You needed to do that. But would that carry on to something else? I don't know. Because joined out there was, uh, our friend Shawn Michaels joining, uh, Kyle O'Reilly again. And his friend, uh, Tommaso Ciampa all saying goodbye to Kyle O'Reilly and, uh, um, Johnny Gargano. Is this it for the two? Well, this is definitely it. Uh, they're just, here they are, the two of them waving goodbye to the crowd. This is uh, the final goodbye. So does this mean that now the, uh, what's that? Undisputed Era, Bay Bay is now can be back together, finally be back together in the AEW. Of course, this is the original trio without Roderick Strong. Roderick, who knows what's going to happen with Roderick Strong in the future. But he's looking pretty healthy and happy with Diamond Mine. After all, they came to WWE um, separately.
0: You know? Next up, we go to the flagship of WWE. It's Raw time. That's right. Raw
1: starts huge. And I mean Steel Cage huge. It is with the, the WWE champion, Big E Langston versus, that's right, the the everybody's hated. Kevin Owens, the workhorse. So this was a fun match. Uh, we got ourselves uh, Seth Rollins joining ringside to watch the match, everything going down. You know, uh, but when it came down to it, it was the second time uh, Big E tried a big ending. This second time is very much more uh, successful. Putting out Kevin Owens, then climbing out of the ring, crawling out of the ring himself. You know, the ring then was hoisted up, too sweet, hoisted up, where... A biggie quickly took over and beat up Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens to take the ring. But before he knew it, that's right, it is uh, Bobby Lashley comes to the ring and uh, takes out everybody, Kevin Owens, and smashes Seth Rollins, who, don't forget about the man, who uh, the, the former number one man. But I don't know, this is going to be, this is a, uh, Gonna be crazy. Who's fighting for the top of this one? Is the ladder is uh, got so many people on top. Go for the, the raw championship. So next up is a very interesting match. It is uh, Zelina Vega versus Nikki Ash. Now I'm not sure what's going on. Nikki Ash was a was a former women's champion. Now she's treated like some sort of redheaded stepchild. You know, just, she can't buy a win, and this is no different. You know, even Zelina Vega. You know, just uh, taunting Rhea Ripley with uh, how easily she can beat up Nikki Ash, Just like, just beating her up right in front of uh, just like, what are you going to do about it, Rhea? What are you going to do? And Cold Red later, whammo! That's right. Nikki Ash loses. Zelina Vega goes on with a big win. Wonderful. Zelina Vega. Never, she's been, ever since she's been queen, she's unstoppable. I just wonder when she's going to have her uh, ceremony to uh, knight... Uh, I don't know, Carmella, make her her best friend to some sort of, uh, I've been saying this for many weeks now, you know, the next dame, Dame Carmela or Lady Carmela, whatever, she can live with that, the title she can do. After all, it's no different than Co- um, Kofi Kingston, Sir Kofi. And speaking of Sir Kofi, we got ourselves the, uh, Raw, um, uh, what's that, uh, it's at the, uh, RK Brodiment for the tag team titles. Uh, not for a tag team, for a chance at the tag team titles. And we got RK Bro, Riddle and Orton at ringside with their special announcers, uh, blazers on. Uh, Orton looking very uncomfortable at the fact. So we got our first match. There are uh, four teams competing in this tournament. And uh, first one is Street Profits versus AJ Almost, You think... A well-fired machine of AJ and Almost would clearly easily win in this match, you know. But this is some, uh, some weird happenings between two teams. Uh, almost is getting fed up or something. I don't know what's going on. But AJ Styles ready to make the uh, phenomenal forearm happen, where he almost tags himself in for some reason. Almost then takes the fight outside of the ring, where he gets counted out. And uh, yeah, he gets kind of. So I guess the Street Profits go on, right? And uh, after the match, we got ourselves Riddle coming in the match with uh, his greatest of interviews, interviewing skills with AJ Styles going, What is going on with you and almost? This, this riff is happening. What's going on with this riff? AJ has no answers. He's going to go back to see what they can do. Is this it for AJ Nomos? That was weird, but I don't know. You gotta need some tension between friends after all. Friends and like best friends and brothers fight all the time. Moving on! But uh, Riddle, just wonderful with that uh, announcer thing, holding on to his ear for uh, further instructions or information. So, moving on, we got ourselves a, a United States Open um, Challenge which we got ourselves uh, Damian Priest. And to join him with the open challenge is Robert Roode of the Dirty Dogs. Well, uh, other than Dolph Ziggler trying to cheat getting his attention, it is pretty much a clean victory, you know, uh, with the reckoning. uh, Damian Priest with the win, but it is at the end of the match. It was uh, with Dolph Ziggler with the super kick to knock down um, Damian Priest and to get the moral victory for Robert Roode. And who knows, maybe that's going to be a future match next week, maybe. Uh, Priest versus Dolph Ziggler. Next up, we got ourselves a uh, a match. Um, Bianca Belair, finally. This is going on for weeks. Uh, Bianca Belair and uh, um, Dewdrop. Dewdrop not enjoying uh, Bianca's uh, title matches, title uh, opportunities uh, she's been getting these days. So then this is the official match. So Dewdrop attacks her from behind before the match. Then get get ready. So this match carries on, even though the the, the ridiculous uh, attack. Dewdrop seems to be very confident in herself that she should win this match, confidently uh, taking over. But when things got out of hand, out of Dewdrop's hands, you know, uh, Bianca Belair applied the kiss of death onto Dewdrop. Not successfully, Dewdrop managed to squeal out of it and decided that, uh, to take the walk of shame, rather than finish off the match, that's what she walks out of the match, getting counted out, you know, seems like a big thing, um, getting counted out, like, uh, almost getting counted out, so two times, so, she, she loses the match, she walks out, ridiculous, so move on to, uh, Uh, Vince McMahon with uh, Austin Theory last week, showing me a big lesson on uh, anything can happen, prepare for anything, the big slap. So this week is uh, the new lesson. You know, but he says, uh, impress me, Austin, impress me. So Austin zips down his shirt of his uh, vest, exposing his bare chest and abs, and starts doing, what's that, uh, jumping jacks, saying, uh, all night, I can do this all day So no, he leaves because he needs to prove himself something So which moves on to the next segment, this segment Is Ms. TV, where Miz gets in Some uh, more, uh, what's that uh, Edge time, so Ms. and Edge on Ms. TV I gotta say, Ms and Edge are doing some magic together uh, they're in Their promos are just Next level, they're thoughtful and uh, there's always, they can always go to the next level of, uh, because they're so intelligent. Um, so this is going great. I'm not sure about how the in-ring match is going to go. Um, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be fun. The build-up is, gonna be, is intense so far. It's great. So next up, we got ourselves the RK Broniment Round 1. is. The, the Mysterios, Dominic and Ray, versus the Alpha Academy, Chad Gable and Otis. Now, if Otis is, knows anything, if Otis learns from anything, it's the fact that Chad Gable cannot win. And even as a tag team, if Chad Gable is in the ring, he will eventually lose the match. So, what Otis needs to do is keep his uh, big-ass self in that ring... So he can win that match, where he usually does. Otis is a winner. Chad Gable is not, however. So, this is what happened. Chad Gable went to the ring first and decided he shouldn't tag out. Which in turn, with uh, a, what's that? A simple roll-up. That's right. A roll-up. Chad Gable with a big loss. Otis and uh, um, Chad lose. And the Mysterios go on to win. And so I guess it's going to be a big tag team match with the Street Profits versus the uh, the Mysterios to get a chance against, of course, mm-hmm. RK-Bro. So next up, we got ourselves a, uh, a singles match. It is Finn Balor versus the gigantic T-Bar. The gigantic jobber T-Bar. So Finn Balor has been losing a lot. He's been losing against Kevin Owens and uh, Seth Rollins and the most important matches. So what's going to happen? Of course, uh, they throw him a little, some meaty chunk to feast on. And the meaty chunk is T-Bar. Which, with the uh, coup de grace, it is, uh, of course, Finn Balor with a big victory. No doubt about it. But at the end of the match, it is, of course, uh, before Finn Balor can, you know, vast in his victory. It is, of course, Austin Theory coming in and taking out. That's right, Finn Balor, d- impress. His, uh, his uh, mentor, Vince McMahon. Did he do a good job? Who knows? We'll find out soon. Taking a wonderful pr- uh, selfie of himself and uh, the down Finn Balor. It is Austin awesome Theory. So moving on to our main event match. It is Liv Tyler versus uh, our women's champion, Becky Lynch. Now before this whole match began, it, they had this really long promo about uh, Liv Tyler. They're promoting Liv Tyler. They're suggesting that Liv Tyler is uh, going to win. But one thing Liv Tyler did prove, that she is a workhorse in the ring and uh, her skills have gone beyond what I would expect it, anybody would have expected. Um, But even though with all her talents and all her uh, time, she could have won the match, is Becky Lynch, with the same maneuver she pulled on Charlotte Flair to win. The uh, grab the ropes and hope the ref doesn't see. So Liv Tyler loses. But who knows, Liv Tyler has seen the the top of the mountain. Just like... uh, Sami Zayn did. What's going to happen? I think uh, this is not the end for Liv. Liv's going to live another day. Fight. She's going. She's championship in
0: the hero. She's shown it. It's great. Next up, we go to the secondary show. It is SmackDown,
1: and we start SmackDown off with a, uh, I don't know, with a wheelchair, with a hobble. It is uh, Sami Zayn starting to show off. That's right. Uh, With all the beatings he took from, uh, you know, uh, Brock Lesnar. And then from uh, Roman Reigns in the match. Just uh, got clobbered. So now he's suing the WWE. Everybody. Paul Heyman comes in the ring, tries to talk about things. And uh, gets into Sami Zayn's, uh, disrespecting Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn threatens to beat him up. After all, Roman Reigns is not there. So we got, and then... Paul Heyman, oh no, it is Brock Lesnar who comes to the ring. After all, he's no longer suspended. Brock Lesnar comes with the ring. And he has a sit-down with Sami Zayn, talking about his time, uh, you know, hunting. He maybe should hunt and uh, eat some moose, you know. They should hang out and stuff. Sami Zayn, of course, he's a vegan. He doesn't eat this stuff. But it doesn't matter. They're getting along quite well. They got a message. So Brock Lesnar, uh, looking like the chums, is going to be rolling out uh, Sami Zayn. This uh, got Paul Hammond really intrigued, and he gives uh, Gaslights, uh, uh, Gaslights, uh, what's that, uh, Brock Lesnar, like no one's business, Um, oh my goodness, uh, so he introduces, say, Brock Lesnar, He just, oh, he just uh, giving him the whole business of, uh, the advocate uh, treatment of Brock Lesnar, so it gets them all hyped up. He beats up uh, Sami Zayn's uh, nurses, male nurses, and then continues to beat up Sami Zayn himself in a wheelchair and everything, F5ing him in whammo, feeling the uh, Brock Lesnar of old. Just wiping out Sami Zayn, but Sami Zayn's not finished, I'm sure of it. So we go on next, On uh, we got ourselves a wonderful tag team match. It is Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs. Rick Boogs does the old uh, introducing Sami's, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura instead of himself. So we go on, uh, and they are fighting, of course. Um, Los Lotharios, who I think, if given a proper match, if given treated properly by the WWE, they are they they're, uh, they're technically the best tag team out there. Um, if they're treated properly, they could be one of the best tag teams. Period. Uh, but this day is uh, it shows me uh, that the latter, you know, that uh, they proved me wrong about the Los Loteros being the greatest because it was a squash match complete squash uh it was uh it was Angel Garza and uh Humberto Carrillo um so Humberto was in the match and didn't really get out of the match. it was him like uh, for the whole thing just like uh it was uh you know um Chad Gable with their match so Humberto was in the match uh, against Rick Boogs Rick Boogs did all the work and then, uh, throws in Angel Garza, who tries to get him in there. Gorilla presses him outside the ring. Just t- obliterates, uh, Angel Garza. And then, uh, gets, uh, Humberto in the spinning airplane thing move. Just getting him all dizzy. And tags in Shinsuke Nakamura, who with the ch- Shinsaka chinsa- Shasa knocks out Humberto with a big victory. Moving on to our unveiling of the new crown for, uh, King Woods. Now, I think the WWE said, Woods, you can do anything you want with this crown. What would you like to do? He said, I got it. Leave it to me. I'll take it to the makers of Nintendo. That's right. And uh, he probably went there and said, listen, I'm all about that King Koopa Bowser. What would Bowser wear? King Bowser. What would he wear? I want something just like that. Well, what would Zelda wear? So this is it. This is what he got back. The crown. That's good enough for Bowser and Zelda is good enough for Xavier Woods. Okay, so we got a backstage meeting. Uh Angela is no longer be able to be uh um joining uh Drew McIntyre to ring. After all no one wants anybody to die. So Drew McIntyre places uh his sword through the table of Adam Pierce joining the ring to fight uh what's his name? Uh Seamus. Sheamus and uh, McIntyre again in the ring. Now, in the backstage, we've got ourselves a uh, Ridge Holland watching closely backstage. What is his boss going to do or is his uh, mentor going to do? So quickly, and it was a fun match, but uh, it, went, it was a quick match uh, with the gigantic, of course, with the gigantic Claymore. It was uh, Drew McIntyre with a big easy victory over uh, Sheamus. I guess this is going to make uh, Rich Holland really, really ashamed of his boss. So next up, we got ourselves a backstage interview with Caleb uh, Braxton and uh, Paul Heyman. Now, she have already interviewed uh, Brock Lesnar about uh, why he returned to the ring. You know? Uh, and he said, ask Paul Heyman. So now she's asking Paul Heyman now. She's saying, are you, in fact, the advocate to uh, Brock Lesnar again? And before he can give... Uh, kayla braxton you know the you know to look down to treat her like badly you know she brings out what would what would uh roman reigns say about this Oof. she owns that situation all the time kayla is great so next up we finally got our match finally after all this time after all this build-up they had a build-up thing about this whole thing before the match sonia deville and uh, naomi the build-up montage before the match so here it comes sonia coming out Looking, her ring gear looking absolutely fantastic Looking like a million dollars That ring gear is Stephanie McMahon approved So, before the match can start She introduces uh, uh, Naomi and Shayna Baszler as special uh, It doesn't matter, the match never really happened It was basically a three-on-one You know Um, So, but this whole thing With the build-up with uh, uh, Naomi And uh, with uh, Sonya Deville was actually only for one thing. It was for zia Her new thing with uh, protecting the, 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 you know, innocent or whatever to, to protect her. So this is all about her and not about, uh, Naomi, of course. Why would it be about Naomi? So zia comes out to help out. Naomi takes out, uh, a couple people, you know, uh, but we got ourselves, uh, Xia, taking out, uh, you know, with a big old roundhouse kick, the, you know, uh, uh, yeah yeah, yeah. Sonia Deville's face, and uh we got ourselves a new team. it's uh what's that zaya Lee and uh, is this the team, Ziya Lee and Naomi? because last week it was uh Naomi and uh, Sasha banks. that was a team, I thought they were they were getting pretty chummy, doing a couple of segments together. so I guess this is I don't know they're tossing new ideas together, who knows maybe they uh they hurried up zaya's uh and returned early, who knows. So exiting is, uh, Shayna and her, uh, what's her name? Sonia and her, uh, her cronies, I guess, new cronies, uh, Shana and, uh, Natalia, who are now together. They got partnerless Now they're par- partnered together. I don't know. I don't know. So next up backstage, we got ourselves the RKO, Riddle, and, um, you know, uh, uh, Randy Orton, and they're met up with Riddle, introduces Randy to the crew of, uh, the, uh, the Jackass Crew, which apparently they're making, they have a new movie coming out. So this is all about that. Real getting some movie, it doesn't matter. It's all about the movie. So next up we got ourselves, uh, well, not really. It happened earlier. It was Sasha Banks uh, giving uh, uh, Tony Storm some uh, good old uh, um, gaslighting, you know, it's like for her match coming up, you know. That's um, Charlotte Flair. Saying so you can beat her and they're having a good laugh. So next up is a Charlotte Flair match against uh, uh, Tony Storm, who's doing some amazing work on her body. Oh my goodness, she's looking incredible, incredible. Those legs, hard to beat. But uh, it was a good match. Uh, it was uh, Tony Storm taking it to, uh, you know, uh, Charlotte until the end where Charlotte got Tony Storm outside of the ring and starts stomping her head against the ring post. Where the ref tried to tell, get her to stop, but she didn't, leading to a disqualification. So I guess this would be a next match would be for uh, the championship. Or will it end the same way? Um, so now we got ourselves uh, Brock Lesnar with a nice story to Adam Pierce about, uh, you know, uh, a moose and how he killed and ate it very interesting, uh, very har- s- uh, hardcore I guess. So next we met, met on a uh, the best in the world match it is uh, um, The Bloodline, Jimmy and J. Uso versus The New Days, King Woods and Sir Kofi and uh, RK Bros, Randy and Riddle. This was a fun match, didn't really mean much, a lot of high flyer and stuff like that but What it came down to it was all about the people who didn't have the belts, Kofi and uh, Xavier Woods, who did a number on both and at the end it was Kofi and Xavier Woods with a big victory this time moving on to the NXT UK this is going to be a short one Um, now we got to start off with the Blair Davenport versus Emilia McKenzie of course Uh, Mako Satamore is not in this week so uh, it's about these two Uh, it was a very good match you know uh, uh, this and that they get back and forth but when it came down to it it was the uh, Falcons Arrow one the Blair Davenport uh, to Emilia McKenzie with a big victory and uh, after the match is uh, some insult injury, DSTF on Emilia after the match, putting her out for good. Who knows, it's going to lead up to the match with uh, Mako. It's going to be good. So next up, we've got ourselves Jordan Devlin calls out Ilya Dragunov. You know, you know ta- he's, uh, Jordan Devlin with a big talk. Ilya Dragunov comes out and says, you're all talk, I'm not scared of you one bit. You know, I'm, until you do something, I'm not afraid, keeping a cool temper keeping cool, but uh, it turns out Jordan Devlin talked a little bit too much about his family, his wife and child, his boy, that got Dragunov very angry, very, very angry, so Dragunov hasn't lost his cool for a long time, now he has, Jordan Devlin found a cure, key, to get um, Dragunov upset, maybe so upset he can't fight, his. but this leads me to, uh, what's that, uh, Rampage Brown, he quit his match last week against uh, Elia. Is Rampage going to be back? I don't know I'm not sure if Rampage has got it in him To finish, uh, to go on with NXT Or is he going to be around any longer? It seemed like he quit that match He wasn't injured For sure, Rampage was not injured in the match I'm pretty sure on that And then we got a nice segment with uh, Um Her dedication to WWE And she brings on a hope message of hope Male with hope and then we have ourselves a wonderful Kenny Kenny uh, Williams segment. Um, here, Seen here uh, in his back porch eating some, I don't know, chicken nuggets or whatnot. Pork rinds, I'm not sure what he's eating. Some snacks. Well, he's talking about, about Mark Andrews and subculture. Subculture. That should be interesting. I don't know, Mark Andrews uh, against Kenny Williams. They're about the same weight class. Uh, this should be a very fun match. Both intelligent wrestlers, they get their both uh, in. Uh, but uh, Kelly Williams is willing to do more to win. And uh, he's done that before. Um, next up, we've got ourselves Shaw Samuels versus Sam Gradwell. I thought this match was going to be great. They're both, uh, you know, workhorses in a ring. And uh, if you can beat Sam Gradwell, your work... If you can, you know, if you can do face-to-face Sam Gradwell, you're worthy in uh, NXT. Sam Gradwell is, uh, you know, a workhorse. Uh, but what got me was uh, the whole thing with the scarf ins- incident. The segment, the scarf segment really was ridiculous. It was so ridiculous, as a matter of fact. Uh, where Sam Gradwell took off his suspenders and got a whack uh, Sam Gradwell's suspenders. You know, the referee uh, spends a lot of time with, uh, you know, Shaw Samuels with his suspenders. Uh, Gradwell grabs uh, Shaw's scarf, wraps him around his whole neck, and goes, ref, look, ref, 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 where... Uh, What's his name? Uh, you know, Noam Dar comes in to look at it. And uh, the ref is, uh, gets uh, all pittery-pattery with Noam Dar. And bef- behind the ref's back, it's uh, uh, Sam Bradwell with a whip, scarf whip to the nards of uh, Shaw Samuels. Really? That's, yeah, right. This, uh, a dry scarf. Yeah, we sold that really well. And to his finishing Falcon Arrow style move. Sam Gradwell with a cheesy win. Pretty cheap. It was a bad match. Bad match. And speaking of bad matches, this was up there with terrible. I'm sorry about that. This was terrible. It was uh, Trent Seven and Tyler Bates versus Sam Stoker and Lewis Howley. pretty Deadly versus uh, Mustache Mountain 4, the tag team champions of NXT UK. This match was ridiculous. Sam Gradwell and, uh, holding up Sam Stoker on his uh, shoulders, or Lewis Howley on his shoulders, Sam Stoker he, uh, There's a lot of double teaming in this match. Illegal double teaming, a lot of double teaming. Uh, when it came down to it, it was a matter of fact, it was uh, um, Tyler Bates with uh, like a swanton on, on both uh, Sam Stoker and Lewis Howley. And uh, it is, uh, I believe, uh, Lewis Howley takes a loss over Tyler Bates. So new champions, new NXT champions. It moves on uh, and repeat champions. At that, it's uh, Tyler Bates and uh, um, Trent Seven. I gotta say, is for NXT UK, it was not great. They usually have a, a new st- another level of uh, standards for wrestling. You know, it's a lot of uh, grappling, a lot of ground game. This was not that. This was AEW worthy is very uh hokey uh, hopefully next week will be much better we'll see but if you're here to the end thank you very much listener or viewer for joining me at the end uh, i'm your host lip aka tetsu Emek, signing off for this week see you next time on the wrestling show